for tuning in today. I love this conversation with Patricia Lindner. Patricia joins from Germany and she is an expert in human design and she works with her clients on helping them to alchemize and release the purpose and power and passion and find the potential within her clients. And she is just super fun. And, uh, and I really, we have a great time in this episode. So I hope that you enjoy it as much as I do, as much as I did enjoy talking to her. And before we get started, I just want to thank my amazing partners who are helping to keep things going here on the meditation conversation. And I hope that you will check them out and support them, these small businesses. These are things that I personally use in everyday life. Um, you can check out the link. I'll have, I'll have the links in the show notes and there's a sponsors page on karagoodwin.com where you can find these products and services and the promo codes so that you can get a discount while you check them out. If you're into homeopathic remedies, you have to check out best made natural products. I use them multiple times a day and I love their, um, their tissue cell salts and their homeopathic first aid kit. Um, they have really clear instructions. If you're new to homeopathy, it's, it, they're really easy to use. There are no side, side effects um, and you can get 10% off using my link. And I also love Viore shampoo bars. I decided to try shampoo bars when I realized all the plastic and extra water that goes into producing traditional shampoo. And Viore is tackling that ecological problem. They are working with the tribal community in Longshen to help with their um their products, getting their, getting their ingredients from them. Um, their products are amazing. I am loving the way that my hair looks, feels, and smells. I've been using these products for over a year and, um, they're very gentle. They help with volume and strengthening, and they even encourage regrowth. So check those out. They're beautiful. They even in the minimal packaging that arrives, it's all very beautifully packaged. These make great gifts as well. And finally, if you're interested in podcasting, I highly recommend Libsyn for your podcast hosting needs. I've been using Libsyn since the meditation conversation began in 2018. Libsyn is so easy to use. It's robust, has great functionality, and it breaks up your stats in many different ways. And it's all at a really affordable price point. So use the link in my, in my show notes and you can get free, uh, you can get two free months of podcasting service with the code TMC when you sign up for a new account. So thank you so much for supporting these businesses, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and today I'm joined by Patricia Lindner. Patricia is a multi-passionate soul and career alchemist, mindset magician, and teacher, her Compass From Within approach unleashes the purpose, power, passion, and full potential of her clients. 
She believes that everyone is able to co-create an aligned, prosperous, and fulfilled life beyond outer success. So welcome, Patricia. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, Kara, for the beautiful introduction. I'm so happy to be with you. Thank you for having me on your show. It's my pleasure. I've been looking forward to this because you have um, human design experience, and I haven't really explored this yet on the podcast. Um, but just to say, like today we we're we're recording this. I'll release it later. Um, you know, a few weeks from now, actually. But um, it's a it's been a weird day for me already. It's only nine a.m. where I am. I know you're joining from Germany, but. Um, my daughter, when she went to school today, like it's snowing. I mentioned before we started recording, it's snowing here. And when my daughter was leaving this morning, I noticed she had Birkenstock sandals on with no socks. Ooh. And I was like, wait, what are you doing? It's it's snowing outside. You need shoes. You need socks. And so she was mad at me when she left the, you know, when she got went, left for school, she was upset because I was, wouldn't let her leave in her summer shoes. Um, and then my son woke up, he's in high school. Uh, so he wakes up at a different time, but, and he was mad because he didn't have enough long sleeve shirts. And we had, we have, this has been a constant back and forth where I'm like, you have shirts. you just, there are just certain ones that he'll wear. And he has like five shirts he'll wear and that's it. So he and I were, disagreeing because I'm like, look, there are shirts right here that are clean. And he's like, those, I can't wear those, blah, blah, blah. Then he takes a shower and the shower rod, you know, that holds the curtain falls down. And we've been in this house for over four years and not had a problem with that. So that was weird. And then he goes to school and my cat throws up. And so I'm like, it's not even nine yet. And it's just been a very eventful day. So I've been all of that to say that I've really been looking forward to our time together and, and talking about this topic and meeting you because I'm like, I think I got all the gunk out of the way this morning. And now we can have like a really beautiful discussion and, and connection. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. I just had a thought or maybe um, an impulse. And you just could ask the question, how could things become even better? Oh. And not look for the answer. That's uh -huh. what I recently did so many times. And really, things improved in an instant. Just asking, how can it become even better now? I and, love that. Yeah. And then not looking for an answer with your thinking mind, but just let yourself be so surprised what comes up. I love that. Thank you. It's, it reminds me of um, something that I was, somebody was saying last week, which was more related to a business sense. And I know that you do work with people on in their private life and their careers, yeah. but they were like, what if you, you know, the, because we, we so often it's about like the struggle, right. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's this like, Oh, everything's so hard. And, and I, and I'm having trouble right now keeping up with everything. It's I'm in a very much in a like expansive, expansive creation mode, which is great. But also it's like, I have so many balls in the air that I'm feeling like I'm having trouble keeping up with everything. But this person was like, what if it was easy? Yeah. You know, what if you just decided that it was easy, 
you know, and it was it just that concept just really kind of like helped something like align, you know, where it was like, okay, I'm going to play with that, you know, with this, like mindset is so huge. I know that you know this, <laughs> obviously this is part of your work, but, um, but yeah, I love that where it's, how could things be even better? Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. And, and I totally believe that it can be easy. And I believe in this path of joy. So yeah. if one ball falls down, you talked about the juggling of balls, just speaking yeah. in this picture, maybe it is not the ball that makes you feel so happy. And then so what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Well, let's talk about, let's start with human design. Is that okay? Oh, right. Okay. So, I, I mean, I think human design is fascinating, but it's one I, I don't think I've ever really talked about it on this podcast. I think once, maybe like two years ago, um, a guest called Amanda Thomas um, had experience with it, but I don't have a lot of experience. I do know that I'm a, I'm a manifesting generator. Are you too? You too. Oh, that's so cool. This, this makes so much sense because you said you have so many balls up in the air. You must be a manifesting generator, Kara. Oh, how interesting. So you already thought that before I said it. But I didn't dare um, label it. this, but yeah. um, you must be a manifesting oh, that's, generator. That's so cool. Well, let's talk. Let Just can you tell us a bit about human design? Because I know, are there nine different no. types no. or many more? Yeah. yeah. First of all, it is an amazing system. I'm not about systems because I'm a very open-minded, free-spirited person. And it took me quite a long time to fall in love with uh, human design because I thought I don't want to have a system in my toolbox that narrows people down and that nails them down and that doesn't allow them to expand. That's what I thought. So I always um, just uh, didn't look at human design. But a couple of years ago, I really dove into this system, which is a combination of astrology, of the I Ching, the Kabbalah, um, the chakra system and quantum physics. And oh, so wow. it is scientific on the one hand, it is spiritual on the other hand. And um, just by taking your zodiac um, sign uh, by, by the date of birth, mm -hmm. the time of birth and the place where you were born, um, it combines, so excuse me, it combines the zodiac signs, the I Ching hexagrams and coding DNA um, combination so it is very deep wow. uh, that's what fascinated me um, because it is not just the zodiac signs it is a combination of so many things and from this information you get five different types so there are five different types and so there is the generator the manifesting mm -hmm. generator the manifester the projector and the reflector. So these are the five types. And you can um, really generally say things about the types and then you can go deeper and deeper and deeper. 
And I really started loving it uh, the minute I made it to something that is my tool because I love being very intuitive and I don't want to offer anything that is like a one-size-fits-all service. Um, and if someone comes to me and wants to know something about their human design chart, um, I always um, tailor it to their needs And we talk about it, and I guess we look at it at, uh, in a very open-minded way that things are possible and what more is possible. And there's nothing that defines you per se, but there is something that is maybe challenging. There is something that is maybe your superpower, but you can develop. You can let go of aspects. You can pay attention And you can get so much validation out of it. And so I hope this was a description in a nutshell. I love that. I, something um, surprised me. You mentioned that it takes into account something about DNA. What What were you saying? Yes. yes. So this was uh, the codon rings in the DNA, the human DNA. And this is the deepest part. And so... I just, no, I don't have it near me. Um, this is the deepest part of the human design, which is called incarnation cross in the human design language. If you go into that, and that opened up my mind to this much deeper universe of um, reading people and their charts, this is the gene keys. And this is literally taken from the genetics of a person on an energetic level and you can learn so many things about your purpose your um the the thing that is your theme um that is your path of genius your path uh, of love and your path of prosperity um, so that is fascinating how do they read that data how do they capture that data that is that is so I have to admit that I'm not this system and number person. So yeah. I can break down things that are complicated very easily to make it clear to people. But how did they get those genetic codes out of the human DNA and transferred them into the energetics? I can't tell you. I can't. Well But how would, so, because I'm super curious about this. So if I was like, oh, okay, I want to go in, because I, I mentioned I'm a manifesting generator that mm -hmm. came from sort of like an internet quiz or something yeah. like that. Um, so how would I go about getting to that depth within human design? Like what information would I give to receive that, that result, that data or read? So, um, I guess you typed in your date of birth your time of birth and the place you, where you were born. Mm -hmm. And then you received the information, you are a manifesting generator. Then, so if you worked with me and I shared about all the information, uh, we would divide it up into several sessions if you want to get the full information, mm -hmm. because it would be so overwhelming to talk about everything. So yeah. first of all, you could learn about what is it that the manifesting generator is all about. This is a hybrid between the generator and the manifester. And there are certain um, 
themes that are activated in the um, manifesting generator. For example, there is this theme of being multi-passionate and multitasking um, and maybe reading several books at a time and not finishing each and every every book. um, (laughs) And you are not supposed to do that because this is, you have this, this, immense energy and you need to really um, do so many things to feel Mm. to feel um, aligned and alive and okay so boring things are not made for you (laughs) you you have such a lot of power as the manifesting generator so you'd get a lot of general information Um, you'd learn about what um, your driver is, your motor, your inner authority that helps you decide on things that could be the sacral. So using your gut instincts uh, to make a decision that could be the emotions, just really paying attention to feeling a certain emotion and being clear on the emotion. That could be um, your self-center, That means really being aware of who you are and getting this teeny tiny little um, like nudge on what to decide. So there are many different motors in the chart. Then another thing you'd learn about your profile. So there are those numbers, the one, three or the two, four, um, that gives you even more detailed information about who you are, what your challenges are, and always speaking energetically, of course. Um, Yeah. And always keeping in mind that nothing is fixed, but this is just um, active in your chart. And then we would dive into this chakra person, chakra body that you see on those um, charts. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would talk about all the centers that are active, all the centers that are open, because there is difference whenever a center is open. And I don't know if you want me to talk about this in this detailed way. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. So whenever a center is open, like a whitewash, that is like you having antennas. And imagine your emotional center was open That means that you are so receptive to all the emotions around you that you can feel what people feel around you. And so human design could help you to learn these are not your emotions. You should not be a sponge to these emotions, but um, uh, just mirror those emotions back. Let them pass through you. Okay. Um, Yeah, just be a screen. So, so all of the information is, it's all coming from your chart, from your birth chart. It's all coming from the chart. And then the last step, when this chakra body um, information um, is not enough for you, (laughs) because there are those, those channels and the gates and the centers, then we could dive deeper into the incarnation cross. Um, And the incarnation cross is the gene keys. This is just another system. So human design uh, talks about it in the incarnation cross um, way. And it is gene keys. 
And this is a combination of numbers in the conscious and subconscious sun and earth sign. Um, so four numbers, a combination of four numbers, and it has four lines. So you get a combination and some information um, on your path of genius, for example. What is it that you are here for? How can you thrive? How can you be healthy? What can you learn in this lifetime? And what is your purpose? So this could be one more part. Wow. That's fascinating. I'm curious, like as a person evolves, mm-hmm. you know, as more things open on their journey, you know, and, and more gifts, they, they, they activate their gifts that may be dormant. You know, I think for a lot of people, they're very different now than they were three years ago, for example. So as those types of things have come online and, and activated, if you're, if the human design system is based on the birth chart, you know, that information hasn't changed, but would a reading change as a person evolves? So first of all, I feel that human design as well as the gene keys are not something that I give as a reading, but I give as an impulse that people can contemplate and activate their intuition. And I always um, look at where are they right now when I do the reading, when I give the reading. Um, And oftentimes when people that are highly spiritual, that are on their path, um, that are uh, open to spirituality and um, that did a lot of meditation or did a lot of activation, they tell me, oh, I know this. I changed that like 10 years ago. I knew um, that something needs to change because I was this um, person where people projected their um, ideas on and it always felt bad, but I changed it. And so I can talk to them or I talk to them in a very different way than someone who is hasn't open done that to more. more, but hasn't done such a lot. And so, so that is fascinating. So you're using a lot of your own like intuition, your own gifts yeah. to be able to speak to, okay, you have like a propensity for this, or this is, yeah. these are things that are going to become, that either have been challenges or are challenges or will become challenges based on your profile and they, so that's fascinating. There are things that people may already have dealt with, but you and then you can kind of tailor mm-hmm. your work with the client based on yeah. the work they've already done. And yeah, I and if you, if you think of the chart and you remember maybe that there are red and black lines in the chart, the okay. gates and channels. And everything that is colored in red, the, the, con- the connection lines or gates, that means that these gates are subconscious. So people might not know about it mm-hmm. because human design is not just um, uh, or doesn't cha- take the information from the date of birth and time of birth, but they also um, create a chart that is the subconscious part of the chart 
that is taken, and I don't know the exact number right now, something like 70 or 80 days before the actual birth day. Oh, interesting. Yes, this is the design part. That is the subconscious part. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you see it's there. Yeah. So fascinating. Thank you. That, I love it. I'm so curious about this. And you've only like, You've only made my curiosity stronger because I already was curious about it. And now I'm like, oh, I want to go deeper. So that's amazing. Well, let's talk about the energy system versus the intellect, because I know that you help people loosen the grip of the intellectual mind. And I know that this has been something, you know, you talk about the work that people do as they're, you know, when they're consciously trying to expand themselves and activate new things within them. Loosening the grip of the intellect has been a big hurdle for me because, you know, I mean, yeah, you're raising your hand like, yes, get it. You know, in the West in particular, we value, I mean, you can even in the East and in Southeast, you know, it's like, I don't know where people aren't valuing the intellect, but, but it, you know, particularly in America, there is more and more and more emphasis on like the rational linear mind versus the arts and like the, you know, the creativity and that stuff that helps us to be balancing the masculine and feminine and the right and left hemispheres of the brain and so forth. But I have very much historically been like intellect, intellect, intellect. Um, And it's been a process to trust the rest of me, you know, and, and to integrate more holistically. So how do you help? people to loosen that grip and and why what's the importance of it so let me start with the why um because this is i always nodded when you talked about uh yeah this um domination of the intellect and the thinking mind and the left brain and that's where i come from yeah Um, that, so I, I just relied on what I could measure, see, do, succeed in. And uh, this was very masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when I was in leadership position. Um, um, and my body really was this um, compass to alignment because I really developed so much pain in my body that I could not get up in the morning one day. And so I needed to stop being in this masculine position, in this leadership role, uh, always climbing the ladder higher and higher. And so I guess my body was the, the thing, the instrument that showed me that something is out of whack. Mm. So that's, when I started adding things into my life, and these are many methodologies that I now use with my clients, because I felt so misaligned, I felt so unhealthy, I felt so over, over, so I so everything with over, so overriding my cycles, um, not listening to the body, not listening to, not even knowing about uh, the soul, mm. um, not trusting myself. And so this is, I, I want to really help people shorten this path 
so that they don't have to go this long and winding road of so much pain. So that's the why. Um, why I want to help people get out of their heads and into their hearts or at least combine the two of them. That doesn't need, mean that we don't need the intellect. We need the intellect, of course. But um, integrating the feminine side, the creative side, the playful side, um, and I think the stronger this masculine masculine part is, that can hold the feminine, the stronger this creative and playful part can be once you allow it. And so ways I um, activate this with my clients, um, this is one thing is a creative way doing soul art. Soul art? Yes. Oh, tell me about that. So this is something that fascinated me because I love being creative and I have loved being creative all my life, but I somehow cut it off. Yeah. Um, this is a process where whenever you have an intention, something that you desire, a question, you can really set this process in motion by having this intention And then um, using your body as a frame of a piece of art. So you really tune into your body, getting out of the head, maybe with dancing, maybe with being in nature, um, maybe with creative exercises. This depends on the person who does it. Um, and then using the body as a framework, that means that you literally can um, just trace the body in a certain position that is in alignment with your intention. That could be like this, like that, or you could um, have different postures, or that could be embodying something just by dressing up. And then um, by letting go of the outcome, there is a creative process of uh, using paint, using um, natural materials, using um, collage material, and people create. They just create. They, they create, and um, I help them get out of their head through applying creative portals that open them up to letting go. And finally, when they feel they are a piece of artwork and you don't have to be an artist, And everyone is an artist. So yeah. uh, when the piece of art is finished, um, then there is a conversation with the piece of art. Um, and there is a real dialogue. And you get so much information on the question you asked or the intention you set. And finally, um, there is um, a tangible action in the end that you really set the process in motion, that things change. The cool thing is that I don't tell my clients anything about this process. It all comes from within. And I think it always has to come from within. So this is one, one idea on how to get out of the head. Um, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. It, It makes me think of, you know, again, I, I shared when we were starting just about all my, all the, the balls being in the air. Mm -hmm. 
And I have noticed because I, I have a dog and two cats and I've made a, I try to make a point every day to take my dog for a walk. And sometimes it's like, I have to really pull myself away from the things that I'm doing to be like, okay, I'm, I'm okay. I'm taking a break. I'm going for a walk. And the first like three minutes of that walk, it's it's like I can feel things falling out of my energy field, you know, because I I'm allowing a shift of focus. So because just the purpose of going, taking my dog, which is part of nature, walking outside, which is a more natural environment, taking in the fresh air, focusing on the sky, focusing on the environment around me, I can, it, it almost is tangible of just things falling away from my energy field in the best way. You know, I mean, it's, I can pick things back up when I go back in, but it feels very important, you know, to have. And so of course we have that energetic shift, which is also an, um, energetic intellectual, you know, everything, our focus shifts, and it helps things to shake out. And it uh, a similar thing this weekend. Um, I spent a lot of time on different initiatives. You know, my family was like, my kids were busy with other things. So I was like, well, I'm just going to blast through some of this stuff that's been on my to-do list for a while. And suddenly, like late Sunday afternoon, my daughter wanted to make cookies. And she just she's been asking for a little while, but I didn't even know if we had the ingredients. So she's like, well, what, let's see if we have the ingredients for cookies. So I kind of stopped what I was doing and started making cookies with my daughter. And I felt the same thing. I felt like this shift happened into just a different facet of my life, a different, a different version of me kind of came into focus. And this you know, the other stuff like the technology and and all of that just felt like it was, it was just dripping off of me, you know? And so that just, it just, when you're talking about that, using creativity, using natural materials and nature, um, that's what that makes me think of that, just that, uh, that shift that I've perceived lately with, with those different focusing on different things. And that is so beautiful that you feel this shift and that you are so aware when you think about so many people that just go on and that um, are driven by what they are doing. So there is no playfulness, there is no joy, and they think they need to go on because they are defined by their past. And yeah. um, I think it is so important to... <laughs> let go of the past and declutter this this dusty attic of yeah. old stories so that we can really open up to so much more. I love that. And, the, you know, when you were talking about how the tools that you help your clients with, it also brought to mind, you know, you were talking about you're, you're allowing, you know, it's, it's without purpose. It's without an agenda. And then it's like by just making that space, you're, there's an allowing that comes in. And like two decades ago, more than two decades ago, I was a coder. I was like a computer programmer for a pharmaceutical company. 
And I distinctly remember this day, like I, I was not, I've always been like curious about spirituality, but it was like very far in the background of, you know, I wasn't studying anything and, um, I hadn't like had an awakening or anything, but I, I had this problem with the code and I was working on it, working on it, working on it. And I, I had to go to the bathroom and I needed a break, but I was like, okay, I just figure out this last problem. And then that my reward will be that I'll go take my break. And it took me forever. Like I couldn't, it, I was just blocked. I could not see why this code wasn't working. And finally my bladder was going to burst. I was like, I, I have to. So I didn't make my goal. You know how you do those like tiny my, miniature micro goals where it's like, oh, once I do this, my little reward will be, I'll go take a break. Um, but I, I got to the point where I had to take a break and I hadn't solved it yet. So I got up and I started walking to the bathroom and all of a sudden in my mind's eye, I just saw the line of code and, and I was like, oh, that, and I knew like, oh, that's exactly where that is. I couldn't see it when I was looking at the code on my computer, but as soon as I gave myself a break within a minute, it, it, it arrived. It just like by giving myself that break and just focusing on something else for a moment, it gave that solution an opportunity to fall in to my conscious awareness. And I was like, oh, I mean, I found that so fascinating because I had no idea about consciousness or anything at that time. Yeah, so but just, that, that, that's magic. And I think everyone is magic. Um, and we can create magic um, by allowing this and by... Um, just asking questions or getting out of this thinking mode, being playful, being creative, being just being you or being us and not trying to find the answers. I guess we are not supposed to find the answers, but we can ask questions. Like I yeah. said, how could it become even better? So um, I think there is... so. The exact process you said without knowing it, it is like getting out of this routine mm -hmm. and then stopping thinking about it and um, allowing information to come in without knowing it. So being just being open, being like a vessel um, where things pour in and I think the information is there but we can't get it with our rational thinking mind. And yeah. we are not supposed to know the answer, but we are supposed to ask questions. Oh, yes. I love that. Well, you are so much fun to talk to. I, I just love this. How can people find out more about you, Patricia? So people can easily find me on my website, which is www.patricialindner.com. And Lindner is with two N, which is a bit dif difficult for some people. Um, and there they can find out how to get in touch with me for a free human design reading, for example, which is just 15 minutes to, to get into... Yeah, all of this and uh, walk away with quite some value that is possible within 15 minutes. And um, of course, I'm on social media as well. And I guess you are going to um, add all those links 
Um, in the show notes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. And um, yeah, I, I've really, really enjoyed this. And I, I highly encourage everybody to check you out for sure. Thank you so much, Patricia. Thank you, Kara, for having me. It was such a wonderful, deep conversation that I really enjoyed. Oh, me too. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love for you to do me one quick favor, which is to think of one person who would benefit from hearing this content. Let them know you're thinking of them by sharing this episode with them right now. Thank you, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.